One, two, two three. three. Rich, Rich uh, not hey, Why did you do that? Why You're you delayed. Am I really? Yeah. Look at that. Zoom heard that we were singing and said playing music. Oh, nah. it did. Really? Yeah. That's okay, so well, that's, you know what? That's that's what it is today. That's fine. Okay, no, no, no. You gotta try <laughs> one more time. Okay. Even if we're delayed, just go. We'll just follow through. Okay. One, one two, two, three. Rich, not Rich, famous. Rich, not famous. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back to Rich, Not Famous, guys. Uh, we are doing something different today. We are not together, so... No. We're recording on Zoom. This might be a huge failure or it might turn out great. We're going to find out later. But today's super special because we have our first special guest. Yeah. <laughs> Lily Cronin from USC. So Lily, Lily danced with us the past four years. She's a dance major. Do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself, Lily? Sure. So I know them. I know Naomi and Mary from dance. And I just graduated with them as well. I am from Massachusetts, but I now am a Jersey girl, which has been an adjustment for me recently. And I don't know, I guess... I guess my life has changed a lot since college. So that's kind of why we're talking about this, right? Yeah. So I didn't realize. Sorry, I'm not very good at this. No, no, no. It's just, yeah, it'll be conversational. It's it's good. Yeah. I didn't realize you were living in Jersey now. Me neither. So so tell everyone like what and tell us what exactly Mm -hmm. you're doing. So right after graduation, I had no idea what I was going to do at all. And I kind of wasn't really worried about it for a while. I was just sort of going with the flow, wanted to enjoy the last month of college instead of stress out about it, just because I knew everything would happen and work out in some way and whatever was meant to be would be. And so I guess right after we graduated, I got home and Will, um, his mom had reached out to both of us and said that there was an opportunity to work for this cosmetic company, but like that's the extent that I got and I had no plan. So I emailed the guy my resume like right away. And yeah, I ended up coming down to New Jersey and meeting with him. And now I work for NST Consultants, which is a consulting company that helps get medical devices approved with the FDA or clear regulated. So there's like a big difference between whether things are regulated or cleared or, or wait, that doesn't, that doesn't come out right. If it's regulated, it's like cleared or approved, but like they're very different words, I guess. I don't know. But so I ended up moving to New Jersey and I live in Will's home with his family and I'm just saving money until I can get an apartment. And it's been very different. Just, I had no, I have no background in medical devices, of course, because I was a dance major and, but it's really cool. I'm about to start running my own clinical trial this week, which is a little nerve wracking, but it's exciting. I know it's crazy. So, so, okay. I was going to ask, um, 
if you felt like your experiences up till now in dance, like in any way, mm-hmm. shape or form prepared you for your job now? Cause it's completely different, but mm-hmm. do you feel I like mean, it set you I up? Think, yeah, I definitely think it did. I mean, it's actually funny that you said that because one of the big reasons my boss was interested in hiring me is that he saw on my resume, I had done ballet for so long and he just is sort of fascinated with ballet and like the mindset of a ballerina. And he thought like, he was, or he was just, the reason he gave me a chance, he said, was that he knew how much discipline must go, like, go into being, or training in ballet for so long. And he thought that, like, once he saw that on my resume, he immediately thought that I would be able to handle it. And I mean, it's gone so, it's going really well so far. So I feel like he was right. I don't know. I yeah, feel like ballet definitely awesome. like helps in a way. Yeah. I definitely think so too. I feel like Mm -hmm. everyone, everyone in any career says that just like the discipline, the mindset. Yeah. That, cause I mean, we've been doing this since we were, I don't know, like I was three when I started dancing Yeah, and then like we gave up a lot in middle school and high school to just be in classes and rehearsals all the time. And I think it's also besides the, the discipline to the commitment, it's also wanting to do your best yeah so I think that I mean maybe that's like a good and a bad thing just because like it's so competitive most of the time but I think a lot of it has like has built us to sort of want to I don't know just always do the best we can and get good feedback because we're doing well you know yeah. And we can take constructive criticism. Well, yeah, because that's all that exactly. dance is. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Well, yeah. So you were talking about how you didn't know what you were going to do, but you mm-hmm. weren't stressed about it. Like, I feel like everyone was just out of their mind stressed about it. How did you like, you're very positive and bubbly all the time. And like, well, I think, I think I know where you're going with this. And how I, did, yeah. How did, how did everything play a role? In- <laughs> it's funny because remember, okay. So before we left school, me and me and Mary went out to get some matcha and yeah. I got into this whole in-depth conversation with, with you about the world. Do you remember yep. this? Yep. And the fact that we're all just ants on a floating rock. Yep. I can't believe I'm I can't even believe I'm saying this right now to be honest but I think that was like the big like a, a big part of it for me was just seeing the big picture of everything and realizing that it's it kind of helps me live in the moment a little bit more I think and just not worry about how my life is going to turn out because the whole fact of the matter is that we're like just a small little speck and you might as well just do whatever makes you happy I guess and so I guess just like seeing it that way and like thinking about the fact that we're all just like supposed to stay busy made me realize that I didn't want to stay busy my whole life doing stuff that I hated and so I just wasn't stressing about it because I I just figured something would work out and whatever would work out I would be happy with because it's what I wanted to do or something like that I don't know I guess I just was thinking about it like from an ant's an ant's view. <laughs> That's awesome. 
And I and I have this this mantra now too with with your whole rich not famous. Oh, please that share. I keep telling myself that I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I mean, love it. And I mean, you know, I think every day I believe it a little bit more. So I mean, that's, that's what that's what it's all about. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're just ants, right? We can do whatever we want. Why Literally, not? Though. Just believe it. Well, I just think a lot of people sort of don't really believe that they can do whatever they want and they, they have to live a certain way and it kind of debilitates them when they think that they have to follow a certain trend of the world, you know? Yeah. And so I guess I've like realized that sort of, and I'm trying to like, to not feel like I need to do what everyone else is doing in a way, if that makes yeah. sense. No, it does. I don't know. I mean, I still work a nine to five, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't plan to do that for the rest of my life, you know? Right. It's just, you're living in the moment. You're where you are now and you're mm-hmm. happy with it. Yeah. That's awesome. My parents think I'm crazy though. Yeah. How is Why? it? Like they miss you? I mean, yeah, but I think I, I keep telling them, I'm like, I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30, mom and dad. And they're like, okay, yeah, right. Like, oh, they think you're crazy. I thought you said they're going crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. They, think, nope. they think I'm very crazy. I feel like that's the natural reaction though of anyone that you say that to. They're like, oh, yeah. Okay. They're like, it's, that's like mm-hmm. the instinct is to like warn you about the world and how hard things are and like yeah. make you like knock you off and not in a bad way, but like as people would say, like, make you think more realistically, but I'm like, realistically, mm-hmm. you can like do anything you yeah. want and like make anything you want happen. If you just mm-hmm. work hard enough at it, it's like people, yeah. people put limits on themselves. <laughs> exactly. When I bought that book that we will talk about later, Mary, whatever it was called, mm-hmm. what was it called? You, what is, you are about making, making money. money. Yes. Yeah. When we bought that book, I'm not going to say who exactly, because I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast, but, um, I got the book and I showed it to this person and they were like, okay, so you know that money isn't everything, right? Like it's not going to give you happiness. It's like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I know money is not everything, but that doesn't mean we can't work hard to like Mm -hmm. figure out how we can get to that point to make money that we want that's comfortable for us I was like why are you gonna shoot me down already I'm just reading a book you know (laughs) yeah on how to manifest being my kind of wealthy like we're already getting shot down and it's just like you just have to have an open mind and -hmm. if you have an open mind I mean nothing's really gonna come your way yeah yep and that's the thing I don't want people to think I'm greedy because I I want to make money in my life I think everyone realistically wants to make money but it's like it can be construed yeah wrong you know yeah it definitely can and I think it's just because of the amount of rich people who don't I think it's because of the rich people that have a lot of money who don't use it in the right way but I mean not Mm -hmm. a lot of rich people are greedy like some people do do stuff with their money but I think it's just a lot of people who are upset in their own ways about not mm-hmm. making money while right. these other people are buying yeah. all this lavish right. stuff. And mm-hmm. like, just because you start making a lot of money doesn't mean you're automatically like turn into a bad, greedy person. Like you could mm-hmm. be a great person with a lot of money and do great things with it. You know, yeah. like the world needs more good people with a lot of money. 
mm-hmm. I think. I agree. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if you guys had all the money in the world? What? How would you paint your life? Oh my god! Like how? What would you want? I don't know. Like in the grand scheme of things, I just I really just want comfort. Like I have a mm-hmm. whole. I talk about this with myself, mm-hmm. like all of the time, because like, like I want multiple kids. Like I want like me, a big me house. Too. Like I. I mean, we talked about this in our second episode. Like I will get my G wagon. Like every time I mm-hmm. see one, like I. I see more and more. So sometimes I'm like, does the universe really want me to have one? Cause they're like popping pop, popping up in places. Like I don't really see G wagons. Like I just, I want to travel. I want my kids to like do a bunch of stuff. I want them to go wherever they mm-hmm. want for school. I don't want it to be an like, Oh, it's private. It's public. I don't care. I don't care where it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you go. You know, I just yeah. want comfort. I want it to be easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all I'm looking for. I don't need really huge lavish stuff. I just, yeah. Yeah. Freedom. So that reminds me, Naomi, like a conversation we had a while ago. I, when I got like hooked on matcha, I was getting one like (laughs) every day. And like Mm -hmm. those babies are like six bucks, like for a drink. And I'm like, talk about Starbucks. Yeah. I'm like in California, it's probably like 10 bucks for a matcha. Like, I don't know. (gasps) But like, Mary, uh, Mary, you should open a matcha shop. Okay. Matcha with Mary. Mary. Mary's Mary's that's cute that's That's cute cute. yeah if for anyone who doesn't know I am a self-proclaimed matcha connoisseur even though I actually know nothing but like for about a year and a half now I've just been like sharing stories with my friends of me like making matcha drinking matcha but anyways you try all the matchas (laughs) I try all the matchas I need to get Mm -hmm. better at making my own because like I said, six bucks or a matcha every day was pretty, it was getting pretty steep for me. And I walked in the kitchen one day and I told Naomi, I was like, you know what? I just want to be able to just buy a matcha and like not have to check my bank account every time Mm -hmm. (laughs) to see if I have enough money (laughs) to buy a matcha every day. That's how you set your goals. Like the little things. Like I just don't want to have to think about stuff like that, you know? Uh-huh. I was just buying Starbucks once a week and was trying to figure out how to do that. Luckily, my mother, hi, mommy. My mother luckily <laughs> supported me because she knew that I like was trying new drinks every week. But still, like Starbucks was expensive oh my once God, a week, yeah. too, especially if I'm like, just make me whatever. And then they make me a seven dollar tall drink. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's hard. But Lily, what would you do if you had all the money in the world? Well, as you or said, the money you want. As you said that you want a lot of kids, I agree. I definitely want to have a lot of kids one day. I think that'd be a lot of fun just to have like a big family. Mm-hmm. But I guess I don't want like, I don't want my kids to ever have to worry about money or things like that. Obviously, I want them to know the value of a dollar, but right. I don't want them to stress about money as kids. I think that's like something that a lot of kids pick up from their parents when they're growing up and it's like, it's just not how they should grow up. I don't know. Yeah. It's but hard to I get out of like that. We- it's hard to get out of that mindset too. I feel like, and then that's mm-hmm. what creates more financial struggles when that's how you grew yeah. up. That's what you think. And that's just ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I also don't like want my, like my kids won't be spoiled. Like we're not just handing yeah. out toys and electronics, but it's just like <laughs> not Kylie Jenner's baby with yeah, a Birkin bag. I mean, over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My child don't have a Birkin bag, but I mean, that's her life. Like you, you've got that right. money. Like you can do that. Right. But like, I just, I'm not trying to like give my kids all, all of target, yeah. but like, I just want them to know that like, 
her, like your parents and your family, like we're okay. Like we've yeah. got you and you're free to I do wanna, what you want. I want to have a lot of land. I think that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I want like chickens. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. I've wanted chickens and my dad. That'd be so fun. We live in the woods. So it's like the animal, uh-huh. any animal could just attack them. Oh, it's true. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be problematic. <laughs> but anyways. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like it's not it's just little things I feel like. I mean, yeah. not li- like not necessarily little, but I want like you said, I just want to have like comfort, you know? Comfort. The the small luxuries. Yeah. <laughs> and the luxury I mean, and of I time. Also, I do have a little bit of a spending problem, I would say. But <laughs> I mean Yeah, I have a bougie problem. I'm a yeah, exactly. I'm a brand girl. That's an Same. Issue. And it's like I'm a even, huge brand even girl. more of a a, a push for me to want to just make enough money so I can live the lifestyle I'm hoping to yeah. for myself. Oh, I like yeah. nice things. That's just how it is, I guess. Yeah, I'm drawn Expensive to taste. Mm-hmm. I have it too. I'll never forget the one time I was shopping with my mom and I was just looking for a basic cami to go under mm-hmm. stuff. And I just picked it up and my mom knows, she knows me so well. She looked at the price and she goes, no, Naomi, do you see all these other tank tops everywhere else and you manage to pick one that is ridiculously expensive I was like, it's just a skill it's a skill that I have I have I no idea I, think I can't tell way. you <laughs> I can't tell you how that happens but I just like I don't know okay switching it up a little bit I'm very curious to hear right now in your life like a typical day in your life like what's your morning routine what do you do at work day to day like what do you do in the evenings especially like living with Will's family how is everything mm-hmm. different for you right now well it's definitely very different moving in with someone's family but I'm very thankful to get to live here because I'm sure it's not necessarily easy for them to just have someone move into their house as well you know but I mean, for the most part right now, it's the summer and his mom and sister are down at the beach a lot. So it's, it's not like it's a full house or anything, which is, it makes it a little bit easier from day to day. But I guess in the mornings, I try to wake up around 630. I'm really not a morning person, which is, it's it's tough because I really want to be a morning person because I think you can get a lot accomplished in the morning. Me too. But I, I am love just to be a morning not person. a morning person. Yeah, I think, so I think I you just I, have to make yourself. <laughs> yeah, I try. I try my best, but I don't know. Once winter hits, I'm I'm not really sure how that's going to change my <laughs> my mood. I haven't had a winter in four years, so I'm I'm a little nervous about that, but. Um, so I wake up at 6.30 and I slowly drag myself out of bed and go outside and do a workout. And then I try to, and then I shower and get ready for work and try to head over there by around 8.30. And I have a key, so I let myself in. And it's, it's just me and my boss in the office usually. So, and he doesn't always show up until about midday. So I sort of just let myself in and then start doing whatever work I have that I know I have to get done um I I guess that really depends too because with um, what I'm working with it has it's just has a lot of different aspects to it so every medical device is obviously different and they each need different things so it really just depends I guess on the day-to-day 
but then I usually leave the office around five and I was going to the gym after work for like an hour, but I haven't gone in a week or so just because I've been a little lazy, little, I don't know, but you said you you do a morning workout too. I do like 30 minutes in the morning of like cardio and then good for you. And then I've been trying to, I was trying to lift weights for a while, but I'm, I'm a little, I've gotten to the point where I think I was taking on a little too much all at once. So yeah, I I've decided to just listen to whatever my body wants in the afternoon and whether that be doing a little workout or if I want to just sit on the couch and watch a little TV or go to the grocery store. Cause I usually, I feel like that's a good time to run errands though too. So I don't know. It really just depends day to day, but what's nice about being in New Jersey is that a lot of my friends are moving to New York city. So this past weekend I got to go into New York city, which was a lot of fun. So that's something I'm happy about that I get to live so close to there. Yeah. That's so how far is the, you take a train in? Yeah. It was like an hour and a half, but okay, that's it really bad. goes by quick. I don't know. My one thing though, is I'm wondering if I'll ever start dancing again. Yeah. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of pressure to do that. Yeah. And I want to, part of me really wants to, but part of me doesn't know how to do that or or what I would want to do with that. I'm in literally exactly the same boat. Mm-hmm. And I, I taught a masterclass actually like masterclass in quotes, because I don't actually know that much, even though I have a dance degree, but you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have a dance degree, but I feel like not, I'm not that, pre- I'm not that, prepared. <laughs> but I taught a class and it was like so much fun like just Mm -hmm. teaching again. And I was like, oh man, I was like demonstrating stuff that I probably shouldn't have been demonstrating because I haven't danced in like a couple Uh months. I was so sore the next day. I was like, oh my God. But it made me want to like get back in the studio and just like take class, even just to take class. Even though the the thing I think I miss the most is performing. Yeah. I don't know. And that's the thing too. I I don't want to just pay for taking classes my whole life. I don't know. I guess my, I ran into my dance teacher at home and she said she really wants to see me get paid to dance instead of like paying for it. And I mean, I guess, I guess that goes with the whole, uh, the whole making money sort of deal. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, at the same time, I never really saw dance as a realistic way for me to make money. And I don't, I don't know why I thought that, but I think it was um, kind of drilled into our heads. Yeah. In my case, I feel like at least, I mean, it was always like there was hope and there was possibility and like there was encouragement Mm -hmm. that you could like reach that goal, but it was always like the starving artist lifestyle. Like, yes, you can do this, but you're going to need two other jobs on the side. And I was just like, that's not really the lifestyle that like I want to live. Like I want a life. (laughs) Yeah. So it's hard, but I do. Yeah. I would love to, like, I would just love to be able to say I did it, you know? I danced professionally, I even if it was just for a year, but it, this mm-hmm. us graduating in the height or in the middle of the pandemic was like completely not ideal <laughs> I know. for getting jobs in I entertainment. Mean, I mean, Hey, we'll become rich and we can open our own little dance company and True. we can sell matches at the studio yes. and we can, um, 
make our own performances. We can do a little Liliachi. <laughs> that was a little, uh, sty- <laughs> little style I made up <laughs> okay. in, high sc- in high school. It's really just really odd, but <laughs> it's funny. Love it. I, um, I was literally thinking about that the other day too. Cause I was like, I feel like there's not that many of us that graduated in our class. What was it like 10? Not yeah. nine. Yeah. Nine or 10 people. And I was yeah. like, uh-huh. we're all going on to do such different things, but I feel like we could come back. To- I feel we're going to come back together one day and like mm-hmm. use our talents and like where we've been. And we're going to like, we could start our own little company. Make an empire. To. We honestly, honestly, that's something that's what I've noticed the most about working now is because I feel like I'm in a position where I got like, I feel very fortunate that I was given this opportunity just because I'm sure if I had just sent my resume into a medical device company, they probably would have laughed straight in my face because I have no experience. And this guy really just took a chance on me. And, but the thing is, is now I'm in charge of hiring for him sometimes. So I've been setting my friends up like my, my one friend in New York city, she's doing graphic design, but my boss needed a new person to do some graphic design for him who was on the East coast. And so I showed him her stuff because she has a whole portfolio and a website. And he said, looks good. And asked me to ask her if she would be able to do it. And she said, yes. So now she's going to work with him too, which is really crazy to me, but it's so easy to like use your connections in a way to build up like your life, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's literally all about networking connections are everything and who you know it really Mm -hmm. is not what you know it's who you know yeah I am realizing I am realizing that more and more because I think about it and I'm like every single internship I've gotten with the the exception of like one that I applied Mm -hmm. for on like indeed or something I got through knowing someone else yeah and then being like oh so and so is looking for this oh that like would you fit Mm -hmm. great for that you know things like that and I think also, I was thinking about in terms of like education and like going to college because I was saying to someone, I think that college is going to become like obsolete soon. Yeah. Because of all the stuff you can learn online. But I will say the one thing that I don't think you can replace from traditional education is the connections that you make mm-hmm. and like how that leads to where you go in the future. But that's the issue with social media now, too. I think social media is like huge for connections, right? So you don't even have to actually know someone to necessarily make a connection, which is insane. I feel like, so I started a little fitness account and I haven't, I haven't really made it like big yet just because I, or like told a lot of people about it because it's just like very much a work in progress and I don't know really what I'm doing with it. You want to shout it out? (laughs) Um, not yet. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe one day. Yeah. I just yeah. think, um, I just think that what I've learned from even trying to use that Instagram account is that it is so easy to just reach out to people on social media and they'll actually notice you. Like, I feel like I've, I've used like hashtags and things like that, that I wouldn't like normally put on my regular Instagram pictures. And I have, made I've been able to connect with like big companies on Instagram and they've like commented on my stuff or reposted it or things like that which I never like would think to do on my own you know yeah 
That's... Or on my like personal account. I don't know. Right. But I guess because I don't care as much because I don't really have anyone. Like I have like 30 followers on my fitness yeah, one, so... so I don't really care as much. Yeah. So I just sort of have been doing it that way. And it's really crazy how easy it is to connect with people. That you know what? We need a new social media strategy for our rich, not famous Instagram. <laughs> Honestly, and I was tra- you just have to take chances with it. I swear to God. It's yeah, it's just that easy. Yeah. We really need to just, we need to, mm-hmm. we need to get out there more and I'm not sure yet how yet, but we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. I mean, I we feel just like the need more to you test post, stuff, I feel like, yeah, yeah. The more you post, the more you tag things, the more you interact with other accounts, like that's like kind of how it works. I feel like the that algorithm or whatever. Yeah. And I've been wanting to like go through, find other like small, mm-hmm. cool podcasts and start listening yeah. to those and really like support other people and what they're doing. Cause mm-hmm. I know we'd want everyone to support us in what we're doing. And I feel yeah. like that's how you grow is you just make those connections. Like you were saying mm-hmm. on social media, which is, that's the cool thing about it. And even just, I feel like listening to other podcasts, if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. is to grow your podcast. It gives you ideas about how oh, yeah. those people through theirs, you know? Yeah. I, I listen to a bunch of podcasts that are like uh-huh. kind of along the lines of what we do. And I'm like, but they're mm-hmm. huge, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, I should definitely listen to more. I'm, I'm just listening to crime stuff, but I could definitely crime listen junkie. to oh, always. Yes. So good. <laughs> um, that, that and anatomy of murder are my Oh, I've never heard that. I haven't heard that, that one either. So good. I do I crime junkie on like road trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Every time oh, in South Carolina. Yeah. What is it? Ashley Flowers and Britt. Oh, yeah. My girls. Britt cracks me yeah. up. Okay, Britt. She really does. <laughs> I don't want to say much since we're a podcast now. <laughs> no, she, no, it's great. She cracks but me Brit? up, though. Britt. <laughs> love you, girl. Yeah, love you, Brit. No, love you, girl. Okay. But like, okay. what is what is she there for? Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to be mean. But no, like- this is what. No, this is what you need to realize, though, because like, she is literally there to ask the questions that are obvious. Yes, yes, that's what I said when I was talking about it to like Mary and and Maggie. Like, I was yes. like, she's there to she's ask there. what people are listening to in the car. But it's I also get, like, I guess, but she, but questions like, aren't necessary. She's there to, I think she just. <laughs> It's to, it's to really clarify every little thing. You're right. You know? You're right. Like that's right. Like, we love that's you, Britt. We no, do love you, Britt. I, I have so much respect for Britt because she really doesn't have like a huge role in the whole thing, but she always just has like chimes in and like, yeah. she's just so, she's just such a little positive vibe. She's the always podcast. there. <laughs> it's so funny though she's that everyone no. sort of, like, I used to think that too. And then I was like, oh. And then she no, wasn't I, in one of the episodes and I was like, where's Brit? No, <laughs> I, like, I do agree that like, I feel like <laughs> if it was just Ashley, like uh-huh. it would just, I mean, it would just be like a storytelling format. Whereas like with Brit, it's more conversational in yeah. a way. So I get, I get it. And I do feel you know, bad saying that. Yeah. Well, I sometimes him. I like, I agree with Brit. Like I'll listen. I'm like, yeah. okay, Brit, that's a good question. I yeah. was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Or like, well, sometimes well, I was like, Brit, we, yeah. are you listening? Because Ashley mm-hmm. just said the response to that answer, but that's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> but you never know. Some people probably need that in order to really understand what's going on and yeah. follow. I don't know. And also- like thinking about making a podcast, Naomi, if we ever decided to do like solo episodes, I genuinely don't know how I do that. Cause I feel like we just feed off of each other the whole time. Too. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I do it either. I'd be like feeding off myself. I think it'd be awkward. You, it would be so awkward. What would I say? 
I honestly wonder if I what a what I would be like if I had my own podcast. Like people do <laughs> what solo do you think podcasts. I would talk about the whole time. I don't like. Yeah, I don't know I what I would crack talk myself about. up. So I feel like <laughs> I I would have the the weirdest podcast. And that's what I'm like, saying. I probably have a blast, so- but people would probably be uncomfortable. They'd be like, "What is they this? listen to me by What myself. is she saying? A true look inside your brain, just yeah, like the real. I feel like. I feel like I we could probably do that. one. I feel like we could probably do one if like we had something major, like yeah. enough to talk about something for like 15 or 20 minutes. But like, otherwise I don't, I don't know how we do that. No, I don't think other. people, I don't think people want to hear that to me. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know what that would be. Like, I, I don't have either. no idea what that would be to talk about. I myself. also think when I, when I think about recording my voice, first of all, I hate listening to my voice recorded. Yeah, it's the but worst. Not I, yours, mine. <laughs> No, no, no. I feel like everyone, everyone thinks that their voice is awful, right? Yeah. When you hear it on recording, it's just different. But I think that if I was doing my own and like, it was just by myself talking to myself the whole time, then I would, my voice would probably like be different because I'd be like nervous about how people are going to like see it, which is just, it sounds silly, but I just think, I don't know. No, I agree. Also I would, like be like that. It's interesting because your voice gets like higher when you're talking to a lot of people, but when you're Mm -hmm. just like talking to one person or you're talking about yourself, your voice gets really low. So I feel like on this podcast, my voice is kind of really low, but like if I was to meet someone, I'd be like, oh, hi, like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) how are you? Like, how are you? Oh, that's so Mm -hmm. awesome. But like, since I'm just talking to you guys, I kind of sound like a man sometimes, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. That's but that makes it more that makes it easier to just talk and like yeah sort of forget you're just like podcasting and instead you can just enjoy the conversational part of it right which is the best yeah I yeah. actually um Amanda uh tried to call me the other day she texted me mm-hmm. first of all can we touch on sheets and Wawa again because Naomi what did I say <laughs> everyone knows Ooh. sheets and Wawa how many people voted though that's my question it was it was. I think it was 20, 20 people. I voted. I'm I've not- li- like, I've never heard of that ever. Have you never heard of Sheets or Wall? I, I-, I don't know. If you said it's all through Florida, like, I mean, I've been to it's Florida everywhere. several times and I've not yeah, in Georgia. Is if it's in Georgia, I- let me there's hold on. Definitely a Sheets or a Wawa in Georgia. I feel like the Sheets, there's more Sheets like in the South. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But then, and Wawa's kind of in random areas. It is in random areas. But, yeah, the, I I love Wawa. I literally never heard of it. Like I, I've never Buffalo heard of it. Maybe I'm not cookies. paying attention. Mm. See, I feel like so. I grew up with Sheets, so I kind of feel like I have to say Sheets. Yeah, and I do like their like made to order food a lot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Wawa has a lot of really good fresh like options. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like I get paninis and stuff, and they're really good. Oh, uh, what I was gonna say was Amanda texted me after listening to that episode, and she was like, "I love sheets." (laughs) (laughs) The closest one to me is almost four hours away. What? Oh wow, that's insane. But she was like, "You travel a lot, though." Yeah, I'm surprised. That's why I'm surprised as well, because I feel like I would have heard that, but I feel like maybe I'm just not paying attention as I drive. I also do fall Mm -hmm. asleep if it's like a family road trip or a friend road trip. Okay. Sorry. I thought you meant at the wheel. No, no, no. But like, I I do fall asleep on the the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just wouldn't, I hope she wouldn't be falling asleep. I mean, it happens sometimes. (laughs) 
Mary. No, I've never trust you on. No, I've never fallen asleep at the wheel. I'm just saying that people do. So you never know. Yeah. Well, maybe. Okay. Well, listen, I have to drive all the way to Colorado. So maybe there Mm -hmm. will be one on the way there. I don't know if they're on the West Coast, but. Well, I'll have to drive through. Well, whatever you do, don't fall asleep at the wheel like Mary. (laughs) I I surely won't. I don't. (laughs) I don't. You know what I do? I just expose yourself. No, I, I've never fallen asleep at the wheel, but like I have gotten really tired and then I just turn my AC on full blast, smack oh my myself God. in the you face. I actually do. What? Whenever, whenever, see, that's my, I'm like the opposite. Whenever I start to get really tired when I'm driving, I think the AC dries out my eyes. Oh, and then I, yeah. and so then I'm like, like it trying does. to blink more to like keep them awake, but it does. So but it, turn it, it helps off. like when I'm warm and cozy, like that's yeah, when I'll that's be sleepy. True. So I just blast my music. Oh yeah, music too. Yeah. 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 I start like singing and I'm like, yeah, so yeah, no, it's like, a full on concert. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I don't even I don't even necessarily want to be because I'm so tired, but I'm like, I need to do anything to stay yep. awake right now. <laughs> no, I was about to fall asleep one time on a road trip and I was like, I, uh-huh. I just gotta make it. And I just turned Love in This Club by Usher up all the way. And I I just literally was like, hey, <laughs> screaming in my car I looked ridiculous but I was like whatever you gotta do you know yeah do what you gotta do oh whatever we're just ants on a floating rock anyway yeah wow there I go again that was just a full circle moment yeah it really was I mean it kind of like applies to so much though it does even right even when I was just saying a minute ago that I if I listened to my voice and was doing it alone I would be nervous for people to hear like why would I be nervous People don't have to listen if they don't want to. Yep, I'm just exactly. Like, That's what I say about my Starbucks videos. Like, people don't have to listen if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like, just for myself and whoever whoever is watching and who chooses exactly. to watch through yep. all of it. That's this podcast, too, everyone. Well, <laughs> if the you thing hate is, it, is, leave. <laughs> I mean, Bye, I, thanks I, for guess, I guess with, like, social media, too, I know it's such a hassle and, like, annoying sometimes that people are so obsessed with it. But I feel like if if people just don't use it and don't sort of embrace the fact that that's how the world is now, then you're not going to move forward in life. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just yeah. Deep, deep, deep thinking over here. So switching gears a little bit again, Naomi. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Because I haven't heard all the details yet, but I've seen some posts and I'm very curious because this sounds like a big deal. Same. <laughs> so, so this week I have been um, working with production as an assistant field director for Kanye West's release party for Donda. Oh my god! And I did it <laughs> um, at Mercedes Benz. How, how did you even find this opportunity? That is what I. Oh my god. <laughs> This is what we're talking about, because I was also going to bring this up, but we were going back and forth, but like it just goes back to connections mm-hmm. and networks. So I went to Dan and Company Studios, I'm just going to shout them out because I need to and I have to and I love them. Um, so I got it from Dan and Company Studios and the studio owner and this, the other lady that I worked with, like they went to Dan and Company. And so she works with production. And so she simply needed a team to help her field direct his release with all of these volunteers that were coming in and wait, 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 sorry. Pause. These people didn't get paid. No. Did you get paid? Yes. 
But the people and they volunteer. The people that volunteer, they volunteered. And the Why? thing about that, well, it's Kanye West. Yeah, I know, I but like he can, and they, he can pay them. Okay, but here's the thing. So okay, they got for no, yeah, for volunteering, like they got in wardrobe because they have to all look the same as they right. stand on stage or surrounding him, um, Kanye oh, West, and so say cool. his whole name to be professional because we can't say we couldn't say Kanye like around the bends. So, like you have to say KW or Kanye West or Mr. What? West, not just Kanye. Really? Um, so yeah, <gasps> this is the tea. Whoa. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. keep going. So you had to be very professional, but um, so a lot of us just said like KW, but we um. They had to get in wardrobe, obviously. And then their form of payment was supposed to be t-shirts. And they were awesome t-shirts, but people got greedy. And so at the end of the show, they took like more than two each. And so like not everyone got a t-shirt. I didn't even get a t-shirt and field people were supposed to get a t-shirt and another team was supposed to get a t-shirt. Like their payment was supposed to be a t-shirt and some people didn't even get mm-hmm. one. Anyways, but we still got paid, which is fine, I guess. And I have a little production tab thing that lets me let me let us go anywhere we wanted to but I um yeah I don't know like a lot all the team was um made up of people from Dan and Company um one person was not but like we were all dance teachers um we all knew each other we I don't know man like it was awesome experience because I got a call from my studio owner and she was like hey like so-and-so is doing this production she's looking for a team I don't know what's going to happen it could be super last minute so what happened was Tuesday morning at like 8 30 I got a, a text and they're like, can you guys be here at 10? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Let's just get up and go. <laughs> like, we're oh just going to start this right now. And like, it's like, that's just like an opportunity that you just don't pass up. Yeah. And like, funny yeah. story, like I had to go to my friend's house and literally bang on her door. I was like, we have to go right now. Like we have to do this oh field production gosh. thing. And so the first day was awesome. Second day was like, Second day and show day was like 14 hour shifts, but it was the best time, the best experience in the entire world. Um, Same thing about connections. Like we were talking to different field people, like we were sharing our socials, like talking about what people did, how long we've been like doing this stuff. This is everyone's first time. It was the best thing ever. The best part was when the show had started and we had to like release all these volunteers onto the field. And we were just standing in the tunnel in the stadium and our manager field director was like, come out onto the field. And like, I just felt my heart like sink because I was like, I'm standing like I'm on the field of Kanye West release party, managing hundreds of people as they just circle around him. And just, I was like, this is insane. Like, me and my friends, like, we're so cool right now. Like, Oh my God. The fact that, and like, the fact that we got this opportunity too it was like something like none of us will ever ever forget it was like it was the best that was amazing I have like no words like what so like did you get to meet Mr. KW Mr. Mr. (laughs) Kanye West but he did he did live in the stadium for like two weeks so like okay I saw that on social media yeah, like he lived there for two weeks. I think it was Looks like, like $150,000 a day. Yeah, I know. It wasn't really luxurious, but no. I mean, whatever he wants, you know, yeah. he can live at the stadium yeah. if he wants. But like, I mean, he was there all day, but no, we, we never saw him. We never met him. Apparently, I learned from social media, too, that Kim and the family was like behind me. Like I was standing. I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. this, but I, like, I was like, 
yeah, I was on the field and I saw where they were sitting. I was like, they were literally behind me. You just, you could have seen them if you just turned around. I could have, if I was paying attention and was actually looking for them, I could have saw them if I had just literally turned around. I'm surprised you weren't. I I feel like I totally would have been looking just to like see. So I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, I was even paying so any attention. Yeah. yeah. Cause as soon as we got on the field too, one of our team members was already calling security. And like I was already freaking out. I was like, the show just started. I have no idea why we need security. But like mm-hmm. this man came running down from the stands, not in wardrobe and just a literal random person. And so I'm glad it wasn't anything serious. But I was like, the show just started. Why are we already calling How security? And like they're like it? in my ear. And security's like, where are you? Where are you? Oh my God, that's kind of nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Like you had a big it job. Is really- well, because Kanye West, like, people are crazy. Like, people who come to this concert are oh, crazy. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Like, I, had to, I, don't, I don't know if I should talk more, but we had to kick some people out. Like, it's mm-hmm. a mess. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, wait, did he, was it for his, it's for his new album, correct? Yeah. Did you get to, like, hear the whole new album? We did. We heard it because we also helped with the choreography team. Okay. We were just a part of the whole process. So like we listened to everything on day two and like, cause they had to teach everyone what they were going to do, which was super basic stuff, but they had to teach everyone what they were going to do. And so they had to like play the music and tell everyone what's going on, which is super cool. Wow. I just, I mean, I don't even know how to put it into words to be honest with you, but like I would relive those three days, even as tired as I was. And we, all we ate was packaged food. Like that was I would do it a million times over. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. I'm just like, <laughs> I can't even imagine like how I would, act. do you ever think about how you would act if you met a famous person? Yeah. I like to think that I'd be chill. Same. I feel like I wouldn't even go up and say hi. I feel like mm-hmm. I would just stare at them. See, like, I, I, like I, I would yeah, be, I feel like I would want to be super like act like, I didn't know who they were, so I don't feel like a creeper. I'd want to be <laughs> cool and like I want to make them my friend, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd want them to be like, oh, that girl was cool, but yeah. that would never happen. The thing was, the thing was, we were around like, uh, like we were around some pretty big people just in general. Like the choreographer yeah. is already a god, like he's already amazing. Like mm-hmm. we were around people that worked with Yeezy like the creator the person of Yeezy was there like had to talk to our director like they were all present the creative people were present like even the we sent a text to each other just so that we could keep in contact but like when the show was starting they're like Kim and family have arrived it's like oh my god where but it's like we were surrounded by very important people almost all of the time you just had to like be aware of where we were and like what we were saying because I mean like I can't mm-hmm. afford Yeezys, but like these people walking around with Yeezys. So, hey, one day, one day, one day, I was actually looking at them last night. I was like, let me see these shoes because <laughs> I've never paid any attention to Yeezys. Sorry, but like I've never paid any attention to Yeezys. So I was like, let me see these things because one day I'm going to buy myself a pair. Or maybe Kanye, Kanye West himself will give you a pair after you've worked as the head production manager of another one of his shows. Yeah, there you go. One day. If you're Maybe really one dreaming day, I'll be head. Yeah. If you're really dreaming. But honestly, I would be an assistant all day long. That was the bomb.com. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought Naomi was dead. I'm not going to lie. Because she didn't answer <laughs> me. 
I was trying, we were trying to plan a podcast. <laughs> I was like, um, hello. Are you I okay? <laughs> oh, I was, that's why I was blown away because I had seen your post on Instagram. And I, at first I was just so confused. And then I saw Kim Kardashian's post on Instagram about two minutes later being at the same place. And I was, I was like, wait a sec, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> Since when? Oh, do I know someone yeah. who would be there? <laughs> you know? Yeah, we had to keep it like under, I, we didn't sign an NDA, but we, we personally just had to like keep it under wraps of like who we were working for. I didn't really understand. Yeah. I really don't really understand why, because I mean, I guess so that people who know us don't like come find us or follow us or something, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But like, especially the volunteers, though, they signed an NDA. Like there was also one girl who was not following the rules at all and almost got kicked out. And they were like, you know, you sign something that says if you do this, you will be sued for half a million dollars. It's like, this is choreography. This is music that's not out yet. You can't have every, like, this yeah. is not a social thing. Like the, you, this is the industry. We were like, this just, this tells us like who's been a part of this and who hasn't. Because, like, yeah. you can't, like, spoil all this stuff. That's not how this works. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't have half a million dollars. Half a million. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, we will one day. Because be coming. Yeah. we're becoming rich, not famous. But I don't want to be sued for that. But that's true. <laughs> right. Still don't want to give yeah, it away I mean, to Kanye's team. But yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. He's got plenty. He's like, got one plenty. day. One day you won't even have to. One day you'll hear the music beforehand. And you won't even need to record it or something because you'll you'll have a, a first look from mr west himself exactly <laughs> yeah something exactly. like that dream oh big. yeah dreaming big that's a great dream <laughs> i love that wow mm-hmm. okay well we've been talking for a while now i guess we have yeah i hope that uh-huh. everyone enjoyed this episode yeah, i hope we got and- some good stuff yeah Thank you, Lily. For... I hope we don't sound crazy. Yeah, thanks, Lily. Thank yeah. you for coming on. Of we probably course. do sound thanks crazy. for having me. That's the fun of it, is our ridiculousness. Yeah, we definitely, we took some turns there. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. But I, they're all linked together. They're all great turns. A common yeah, theme. Yeah. Dream big. That. That's it, dream big. <laughs> and who remembers tankinis? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, never that again. Made me laugh. That made That's me laugh so funny. Do they still sell tankies? I doubt it. I Do highly think? doubt it. They probably I do. Know, I didn't know that they like did that they disappeared. But then once you guys said that, I, I really thought yeah, about you, it. And I haven't seen. Well, because you know now I'm just seeing like little babies in bikinis that look mm-hmm. like mine. So like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Generation Alpha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the new kids wow. on the block. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think. I Alpha. Alpha. I don't like that. I know. I'm like, who are you to uh, think you're better than me? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But anyways, thank you again for coming on, Lily. I miss you. Our first guest. And I miss you guys. Thank you so much for This was so me. fun. So fun. Yeah. It's fun to just talk with you guys. I'm so proud of you. You're doing big Aww, things. Proud of you too, you man. That's awesome. Yeah, I hope I hope your podcast goes to big places and you it really takes off for you guys. Thank you. Thank we hope you. so too. All right. <laughs> On that note, um, we will see you guys next Sunday for a new episode.
All right. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.